Listening to Sex Ed and Chill. Today we're talking about season two, episode one of Sex Education. Let's get into it. Go. Um, so just for a, like a high-level overview of what happens this episode, uh, there's a couple of arcs. The overall arc for like the sex clinic is uh be honest with your sexual partners, which I think is a great message. Yep. Uh Otis is wanking too much and doesn't know how to handle that. Uh, but you know, good for him given that at the end of last season he wasn't he couldn't even touch his penis without freaking out. So, you know, gross. Uh, Eric, <laughs> literally, literally, yeah. yeah. Eric needs yeah. to move on from Adam. And, and that's, I think, his arc for the episode. Uh, Maeve doesn't want to end up like her mother. And so she ends up back at school. Um, and Jackson is under way too much pressure and wants to get out of his training, which uh, he succeeds at, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Sure. yeah. So, yeah, a lot happens this episode. And honestly, I, I this is a fantastic episode. Really yeah. good. Mm. Yeah. Good way really to start the season episode. back off. Like, the, can clearly see like they're setting up the different paths that we're going to go down with each character. Getting introduced to new characters, we're going to have their paths as well, and I just can't wait to see how it unfolds. Mm. Yeah, I kind of keep half forgetting that you haven't seen it before, Mitch, mm. um, because I've I've also forgotten a lot of things. So in some ways, it's kind of like watching it for the first time anyway. But um, yeah, strong season two episode one something that i can't believe i forgot to mention in that little quick summary is also that there is a mass hysteria around chlamydia at the school <laughs> oh episode. yeah that little, that little thing can which I is crazy and could only happen at this fictional high school only at this school yeah. but yeah. i have to say watching this so this was released on the 17th of january 2020 which means it was filmed in like 2019 sometime but there is so much shit in this episode that like is triggering as a post-pandemic society like all of the mask stuff uh they're like freaking out there's a there's a bunch of great quotes about like all right everybody take your masks off and stuff like that but also we get to see things like contact tracing which is what otis does when he's like trying to get in touch with all the sexual partners things that we didn't really know much about at that point when it was released but within a couple of months we would have we were like uncomfortably familiar with oh my yeah. god and just like literally seeing people turn against each other just over like just something people can't even control and stuff like working in retail like i literally saw that firsthand and it's like the mm. most uh, disgusting thing you've ever seen like you lose faith in humanity when you see stuff like that it's like yeah ugh. yeah I mean, it I just makes me feel like the show was like oddly prescient about that. It was like came out at the right time. <laughs> yeah. yeah, true. Um, uh, I couldn't believe the amount of parents and teachers that were also wearing masks to protect themselves yeah. against chlamydia. Like yeah. I just, again, only at this fictional high school. <laughs> yeah. Or at least I hope that's true. I, I hope know. so. Yeah. yeah. I mean, uh, you know, the reason that we do this podcast partially is the fact yeah. that there is such bad sex education around. And yeah, this is the result of bad sex education is hysteria over things where people yeah. don't really understand what's going on. And so they freak out. Right. And people thinking that they can get chlamydia from like being friends with someone who has chlamydia. Yeah. Being in the same uh, room. Hopefully you'll teach us a little bit more about that later. Yeah. On. That'll be our, our, our topic <laughs> for discussion later in the episode. Um, but before then, let's, let's talk about the episode. Anybody have any particular like favorite scenes? Hey, I... Before you can, opening scene, dibs. <laughs> I mean, obviously we all love the entire wanking mm. montage of Otis. <laughs> I watched it twice in a row. I just, <laughs> it was amazing. 
I just really like the brass, like the brass orchestra performance of sexual. The music, yeah, so good Mm. for the whole episode as usual. Yeah, yeah. Again, the wanking montage in particular. I mean, I just yeah. I don't know if I was ever that bad, but just like the hilarity of like seeing like a woman on the shampoo bottle and just being like, well, there's nothing I can do. I have to jerk off now. (laughs) Yeah, we've we've all been there. like he like he's clearly getting erections everywhere like mm. riding his bike i don't know whenever in school or something seeing people out in public does he have to go no and, right no. That, <laughs> that was definitely something i was kind of annoyed about is that a like just because you get a burner doesn't mean you have to go and jerk off um, but also he he's just like hilariously bad at like being subtle about it like oh, this, yeah, this is he doesn't say. even try to hide his boner he like, like lets it point straight he, out yeah, and runs he's around got, like, a raging boner. and when he leaves in the cinema <laughs> he's yeah. like pointing his boner into At the Eric. other people's faces yeah. Yeah. like he's walking crotch first through the aisle uh, it's um, like he he hasn't learned like that position where it's like pointing straight out into your pants like that is uncomfortable that that yeah. is not a comfortable position flick it so up, you could just man. flick it up into the waistband which yeah. is the technique and it yes. and then it becomes completely unnoticeable unless somebody's like really looking for it yes this is our first point of education today if anyone didn't realize the waistband <laughs> trick wow. flick it up man. flick it up <laughs> just and also Yes, it is fun to masturbate, but just because you get a burner doesn't mean you need to go and yeah, leave that maybe, right now. Maybe finish the movie and don't go into the public bathroom. Yeah, maybe. Just maybe, finish watching the movie. Maybe don't jerk off in your mum's car uh, in oh. the parking lot of a of a, a supermarket. Because yeah. maybe your mum won't come back because she forgot her purse, but maybe another stranger will walk past the car and see what you're doing. Like, it's just... Yeah. I was yeah. like, what was his plan? How did it end up shooting in the window? Like, what was he going to oh catch? Oh, my God. I don't know. Anyway, like, um, so, so that's me getting in on scenes that stood out for me. Was that, yeah. that whole wank montage with the excellent brass rendition of I Touch Myself and then the cum shooting into the car window into Jean's face. His mum's um, face when it just, like, appears on the window. Oh, and I God. know that stood out for all of us, so I just wanted dips. Yeah. Carry on, everyone. <laughs> Mitch. Speaking of Otis being awkward, I really like the um the scene where Eric and Otis are going around contact tracing everyone and then they get to Jackson. Mm. Just the awkward interaction between Otis and Jackson and like Otis like J Man. Yeah, so uncomfortable. Yeah. And then yeah, it's just like it also like gets funny and awkward that Otis like gives us a bit of context about what's going on with the dynamic, like the love triangle between them and Maeve and like we learned that neither of them have talked to Maeve in a while. And then, yeah, I don't yeah. know. Story I like wise. the way that Jackson is very, like, unabashed. He's like, yeah, I always I always wear protection and I yeah. have been tested already. Here are my results. Like, he, yeah. like, I mean, that is how to respond to a query about contact tracing. I mean, the problem was the way that Eric and Otis approached that contact tracing event. Otis was awkward and Eric was aggressive. And it's like, I know. Let's... Eric was really unhelpful. I feel like Otis was trying to be like, uh, yeah. Um, and then Eric just kept pushing. Yeah. Uh, I just really liked the scene where Maeve was like, well, I've got nothing to lose. So I'm going to come in and ruin Principal Gruff's day. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah. yes, I'm here for that. And then Miss Sands comes in and like stands up for her and is like, you're going to let her back. And it's like, yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Sad yeah. that that was necessary. Oh, totally. But also, 
I'm glad it happened. And I'm also glad that it's like, this is the counterpoint to Groff exercising all his power in like the last episode last season. Yeah. This kind of leads into my uh, season prediction. Mm. It's not nothing major. I've kind of left that to see how things unfold a little bit. But with I think that Principal Groff is going to kind of like stress like a lot this season. And we kind of see him like get into the chocolate. And like, Great. I feel like he's going to like resort to that as like a, like a stress relief. And he might get a little bit chubby this season, I feel like. Okay. I don't know. That's just like a fun <laughs> random prediction. I don't know. I have to say, I did love when he like eats the chocolate in one <laughs> bite, basically. Yeah. And then yeah. there's a knock and he like spits it. <laughs> and then yeah. is immediately like straight faced. It was just like... <laughs> pure physical comedy. like it would have been so bad for him to be chewing on some chocolate when someone walks into his office like yeah. that's his worst nightmare oh, yeah I, I hope we see more of that so yeah yeah um, um i like the only i mean as we said like strong episode lots of really good scenes mm. um opening scene amazing i think something else that really stood out was just kind of um just jackson deliberately injuring himself to get out of yeah. the stress of swimming like that brutal yeah really it's brutal. like he like gave in to the intrusive thought of like i should just put my hand in there yeah, yeah which i don't was... think is an entirely uncommon thought like maybe not everyone's experienced that but like i yeah. definitely have like i yeah. think an, i think a fair amount of people have experienced a similar sort of thought yeah. process and, and it, it really just shows you can have to follow through on it yeah it really shows the level of pressure that he's under that he's willing to do something like that just as any way of getting out of it like he yeah, can't he can't handle it anymore and just how close the lines of communication are with his well both coach mum i suppose but coach especially mom. coach mum yeah because uh, yeah. non-coach mum when he's in the hospital at the end yeah. when knew. coach mum goes out she knew right like she's yeah. like what happened yeah. in the in the way that implies that she knows that it was kind of on purpose which um, again i mean i guess we don't we don't really see where this is going but um even just her response in that one scene i'm kind of like not good enough non-coach mum you know yeah. like i feel like you clearly know what caused this i need yeah. you to step up yeah but you know their relationship is not good so i feel like she doesn't think she could without it causing yeah. even more drama no, which yeah. is sad because like jackson should come first honestly yeah and yeah. he's clearly still sadly in that mindset where like he thinks his parents fighting is his responsibility and he just wants yeah to there was together, that scene wasn't it yeah yeah that was really sad actually that scene where he's yeah and that's really that's where the pressure peaks right because he's like the mm. reason they're fighting is because of me and my poor performance yeah which is really bad <laughs> yeah never let your kids feel that way <laughs> so it's probably a lot of our least favorite scene like yeah know, but what's everyone's least favorite characters from this episode mm, if we have one well i'm just gonna i'm gonna do what mabel did and steal one that everyone yeah. else is gonna say which is uh <laughs> Fiona's friends in this episode were absolutely horrible. oh so great so yes. yeah we haven't talked about it, but Fiona was the one that everyone assumed was like um patient zero was the mm. main source because her fr- her dick friends like spread it around for no good reason right like yeah. didn't it come yeah. from her friends yeah it did yeah and they were like perpetuating as well even after she proved that it wasn't her yeah, yeah. Um, just shit friends like if anything pisses me off more it's just bad friends and yeah. Just like even if she did, it's like that's your friend. Like, yeah, you gotta talk about yeah. talk it out. 
And also yeah. like the fact that at the end of the episode when they're singing on stage, they're like all friendly again. I'm like, wow, yeah. you guys are very forgiving because I, I would not be talking to those people ever which, again. Which I think is kind of like, that's kind of how it goes in high school a lot of time though. Yeah. You, uh, you kind of just get past it and then you move on with your shitty friends that you don't realize are actually shitty friends that you don't need. Yeah. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Um, I'm gonna give my least favorite character to, which I feel like has happened before and will continue to happen because he's the worst. But Principal Graf, um, <laughs> I bad. hate that he's still so just like has this personal vendetta against Maeve and is just like mm. needlessly trying to keep her out of school for his own weird Schadenfreude, I suppose. Yeah, um, like they need to threaten his career. Exactly. To get him to like, let her back in. Like what it like what's in it for him to keep her out of school? Even when she comes and she's like, look, I'm a really smart student. Like I have reasons. Like, why can't he just be like, okay, just don't mess up again. I'll put you on probation. Like yeah. he's he's making it real personal and mm. hate him for it. Um, I think my least favorite character is Coach Mum, Jackson's Coach Mum, because she's just unrelenting and not really paying attention to how a child's feeling, and I don't like that. Yeah. Yeah. Like because I mean I know they kind of play it up to make us hate her as much as possible and for her to be the worst. But literally at the oh, beginning, yeah. he like he he finishes his lap or whatever, and he looks up at her and she's like, "Push yourself a bit harder, and we'll be halfway there." Like yeah, again, yeah. zero. Like it, it was just the same as like when he won that competition before, and she's like, "You still need to keep working." Like she never yeah. even pauses to praise him at no. all. Yeah. And it was just more of that. Ugh. Uh, we didn't really talk about sorry, um, Maeve meeting her mum again. Mm. Yeah, touched on that. I thought that was pretty big. I don't know if she'll come back, but that was yeah. Um, I mean, yeah. it really felt like that was Maeve's motivation to try and get back into school again. She's yeah, like, exactly. I don't, I don't want to end up like my mom, which is sad, but also like, I guess, yeah, it's a motivation. I... Some other fun things: uh, Lily and Ola. Uh, yeah. Lily was Ola's chaperone for her first mm. day at Moordale, and uh, they seem to be getting along well. They're both like Tank Girl, which is fun um it's a fun pairing uh and we and Raheem is the new boy at school and he's very attractive uh everybody's like gagging for it basically I know it's like it's like first choice for this role was probably Drake and then yeah Yeah, I mean there's this great just a single line from some random student as he walks past and she's just like fuck (laughs) me There's yeah. a lot of that. There Everyone is a lot of that. Him. Yeah. Ruby says she's he's gonna be her boyfriend. Yeah. Yeah. Very r- Ruby thing to say. I felt. Yeah. 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 Cool. So that's the that's the episode. I think it was a good one. But something that I I noticed, and I get that they only have a limited amount of time to work, is that during the assembly with the parents, they were like, "We need to give good information about chlamydia to." deal with this mass hysteria and then mm-hmm. did nothing to give us even just some basics aside from Otis being like, you can't catch it from the air. Um, mm. So I figured that today, this episode will do, uh, we'll talk about chlamydia as our like a little bit of a, a research dive uh, and give some of that information out. Um, obviously the normal caveats apply, like we're not experts, but uh, I've gotten this information from what I think are reputable sources. So uh, keep that in mind. Uh, as always, if you think you have chlamydia, go talk to your doctor. <laughs> they're, they're the experts in this situation. Yes. Um, but it's funny because I feel like chlamydia is a word that I have known for decades, right? Yeah. But I like 
honestly, doing this research, I learned a bunch of stuff that I just wasn't aware of, or even just little bits that like now I know, you know, it's always good to have a bit more information. Yeah, yeah. I was looking forward to this because again, like I think we've all known about chlamydia for a lot of our adult and probably adolescent lives, but mm. I was I, I definitely have a lot of holes. Like yeah. I think I maybe know what like you need to know. I don't, I don't know we'll see we'll yeah. see yeah i think we all I think we all did like a loose bit of education in school about different stis but it mm. all like fades away after a while so we it does good to learn from you here matt let's hear yeah. it yeah let's hear my it. main things i know is that like chlamydia and gonorrhea in my head kind of go together as like two common stis that are curable mm. and then people always talk about like two little blue pills that you can take and then it goes away i mean <laughs> i don't know about that i didn't actually up the, <laughs> like the details of the treatment but we'll take your word for it i um, had a housemate he he got it a lot <laughs> a lot oh dear oh. i yeah. mean anyway kind of related to that uh what i found most interesting is that chlamydia is the most commonly reported infectious disease in australia and in other parts of the world including the u.s so it is incredibly common uh uh, nearly 100,000 people are diagnosed every year in Australia with chlamydia. So I think that is a real sign that there is absolutely nothing to be ashamed about if you do get chlamydia. It, these things happen. Like if you're having sex with people, it's just like, you're, it's a numbers game, right? Yeah. Um, it is possible to protect against, but you know, it's just, uh, so chlamydia is transmitted through bodily fluids. So even if you're wearing a condom, if there is any exchange of fluids, you run the risk of catching it. So yeah. It's just part of being a sexually active adult. It's caused by a bacteria, uh, Chlamydia trachomatis. What's interesting about chlamydia is that for most people, uh, it is completely asymptomatic. So you just won't know that you have it. Um, and generally, if you are going to get symptoms, it takes weeks, like up to uh, over a month before you will start to get symptoms. So it's not necessarily the last person you had sex with and things like that I, I found quite interesting. Um, the symptoms are things like discharge from the genitals, burning urination. Uh, for women, there are it, there are more. It's more likely to get some more serious side effects. Uh, things like pelvic inflammatory disease, which can cause fertility issues and ectopic pregnancy. That's often the thing that's brought up in regards to chlamydia, is the fertility issue, the potential for causing fertility issues, and why people are encouraged to get tested regularly. Um, as Otis says in the episode, he was right. It is possible to get chlamydia in other parts of your body. Um, it is literally just infected bodily fluids getting into your eye, into your mouth, uh, things like that. And you can and get infections in different parts of the body. Uh, so yeah. it's not just like a genital thing. Mm -hmm. um, and as they say in the episode, it is not spread through the air. A mask <laughs> will not do much unless it stops you kissing someone who has chlamydia in their mouth. I guess it would work in that situation, but that's really not what masks are designed for. Uh, so, I mean, honestly, that scene in the in the show was pretty hilarious. Like, Otis is right. Mass hysteria and yeah. mass hysteria backed by ignorance because if people mm -hmm. had known it's not spread by the air, then maybe uh, they wouldn't have felt the need to wear masks. Although, you know, we know from... Uh, the last couple of years that even if we know it's spread by the air people won't wear masks so maybe that was a yeah. thing the show got wrong uh, <laughs> assuming that people would actually do that testing for chlamydia is done as part of a normal sti checkup and it's usually done with a swab or a urine sample um and something that uh people might not be aware of is that chlamydia is what's known as a notifiable disease in australia and in a lot of other places mm. uh, which basically means that uh, if you're diagnosed with chlamydia, your doctor is required to inform like the public health system uh, so that it can be tracked because it is a disease that can cause problems. Um, other notable uh, 
notifiable diseases are things like the flu, uh, COVID-19. Obviously, we're very aware that you have to report when you get that hepatitis, the measles, HIV, things that it's good for the government to be able to see where it is in the community and stuff like that. And related to that, and something we've also seen a lot during the pandemic is uh, that when you're diagnosed with chlamydia, you go through the process of contact tracing. So going back through your previous sexual partners and uh, reaching out to them and letting them know that you've been diagnosed and that they should get checked. It's an important and really good method of public health control. Uh, And it has been done. Like, I feel like contact tracing was a new word for a lot of people when the pandemic started. It was like, oh, what the hell does that mean? But it has, it's a thing that's been going on for decades, right? It's a thing that's, that's been done for a very long time. Uh, It's not just a thing we invented for the pandemic. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I mean, I really guess the, the, the objective of contact tracing is to help people get treatment if they also have it and to limit the spread to others. It's a, it's a really good way of controlling. But yeah, uh, as Mabel said, uh, chlamydia can be treated. It is a very treatable disease. Uh, take some antibiotics, clear it out of your system, and you'll be all good. So it's, it's something that's it's I, mean, I don't want to say it's no big deal because it can have mm. serious side effects but it is not like you know you, you know it's, your life isn't over because you've contracted chlamydia once it's it's fine yeah <laughs> yeah as matt yeah. said we definitely want to stress like don't you don't need to be ashamed like yeah i just want to put push down on that like it happens yeah and, like it's just as matt was saying it's just like another part of your life go get it treated and after i don't know how long yeah. does it take, how long does it take to recover like i think a couple of weeks yeah, yeah, I think the, the requirement I saw was like once you've finished the treatment, seven days of yeah. no contact. And at least unlike COVID, you don't have to stay in your house. You just don't yeah, have sex with you anybody. You just don't have sex with people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, definitely. Um, as with so much to do with sex and like sexually transmitted illnesses, like stigma is kind of the biggest issue with it. Like I think mm. when it comes to like the contact tracing and letting previous partners know, it's 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 like the perceived shame and embarrassment that you had chlamydia in the first day, first place. When um, when really, when you go through your kind of contact tracing of who your previous partners was, chances are like one of those are the ones who gave it to you anyway. So like you're all in the same boat. Like no yeah. one's really more at fault. Like the only thing you would be at fault of is not telling them when you find out that you have it. Like that's the thing that I think people should be ashamed of is not telling previous yeah. partners. Which is what we saw in the episode. Like yeah, yeah. Was yeah. his name Owen? Uh, Owen. Yeah. That 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 was the 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 wrong response. It was yeah, like and it was because himself. he didn't want them. He didn't want them to like think that he was dirty or like have another reason to be ashamed of sleeping with him. And he thought that chlamydia was one of them. But yeah, I was literally coincidentally talking to my friend the other day about this, and and he had gone through like the contact tracing process of. Um, chlamydia a few times and he he was really self-conscious he was like am I the only one that does this like I never hear about anyone else doing this um but just do it it's the right just thing. do it like <laughs> I don't want to like discount that it's like a hard message oh, or phone call to have right like nobody's saying that that's not going to be a little awkward but you know yeah. push through and I think that most reasonable people will be grateful that you told them so yeah. they can, you know, look after their own health. I think the people who react badly to it are people you should probably stop sleeping with anyway. <laughs> yeah, Agreed. Sure. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah, yeah, cool. Cool. So that was a, a whistle-stop tour of chlamydia. Um, I'm hoping, hoping that Moredale gives at least that much information when they revamp their sex ed curriculum, but, you know, I also feel knows? like even after that one assembly... 
Like, given that, I don't know, maybe the staff weren't, didn't realise that it wasn't an airborne disease until yeah. Jean spoke up with their assembly. But once mm. they did, like, couldn't they just send home a bloody note and then, like, yeah. a lot of people would realise sure... they didn't have it by the next yeah. day? I'm sure the local, like, family planning clinic has a brochure about chlamydia that they could just yeah. order 100 copies of and, and distribute. And be like, hey, everyone, mm. we know, I mean, a lot of you probably haven't had sex and so yeah. you don't have chlamydia. <laughs> So that's our little topic for today. Um, now our next segment is about a rewrite. Like what scene are we going to rewrite from this uh, from this episode? Which was, which was tricky for this yeah. episode. Mm. Yeah, it's a lot of good scenes. It's written very well. It's yeah. written very well. And I like, think most of the scenes we discussed weren't really like sex-based or like how uh, the show discussed sex topics in a bad way. Like mm. the 40 Virgin was just not on. But this yeah. one, I, I think this one was pretty good for the most part yeah. so kind of stayed like, away from that yeah everything bad in this episode was like purposefully hilarious and like yeah good bad <laughs> yeah but we had a brief chat before the episode and we were talking about the episode that starts with ola and otis hooking up in her house i believe it was at her house yeah, yeah. um and like, I mean, just to start with, it's so great to see Otis has, has like, progressed from, mm. like, episode seven last season where mm. Lily, like, made a motion to go towards his penis and he had a panic attack. And yeah. now, you know, yeah. he's getting hot and heavy with Ola and he's, like, allowing himself to enjoy it, which is, yeah. you know, good job, Otis. I think um, it starts off great. She's like, is this okay? And he's like, yeah, that's what they said. I think that was really good. Like, that's yeah. definitely keeping the scene of like, they're both like, is this like, can I keep doing this? Should yeah. I do this? And, like, you should, See, everyone should do that. Like, even if someone says no, it doesn't, it doesn't ruin the mood. Like, no. Yeah. Keep it rolling. Exactly. Um, then if that's not okay, go for something that is okay. <laughs> yeah. Like, we've talked a lot about there not being like good demonstration of like consent practices. And like, this is it, right? You just like, it's just part of what you're doing. You're just asking yeah. if everything's enjoyable still. Like, you just ask. it's not a big deal. Um, yeah. And it doesn't ruin the mood to say things out loud. <laughs> but then, so, I mean, Otis has his masturbation problem all episode. Uh, and because he's been jerking off a lot, uh, despite enjoying himself, uh, he is unable to get an erection at this point, um, yeah. which he later pathologizes as like he's used up all the boners he's ever going to have, which is hilarious given that he gives sex advice to people. I know. Like, Funny. surely he knows that's not true. Oh, yeah. Like, I know everyone has a blind spot when it comes to his, his like, themselves, but, like, he knows this much, surely. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but I guess the thing we talked about wanting to rewrite is the way that Ola reacts to the fact that he's not getting an erection um, mm. because it's kind of negative. Uh, I mean, partially it's bad for her too because her first reaction is like, is it me? She literally says, is yeah. it me? Like she thinks that yeah. she's either done something or not attractive enough or whatever the case may be. Yeah. And yeah. As a woman who's gone through adolescence, very relatable. We, yeah. yeah. We think yeah. we are responsible for men's erections. Yeah, and I think <laughs> our society does a lot to make you feel like that's that's what's 100%. going on. And then she's like, she uses the phrase, why isn't it working? Which I yeah. think is just like not a good phrase to use. Yeah. Just don't like say that. Like, and there are some, there like there are some people whose penises like can't get erections. And that doesn't necessarily mean that like, it's like, it, it's Broken. still... Yeah, it's not broken. Like, it doesn't need to have an erection. <laughs> yeah. yeah. 
Um, and also yep. just like sometimes, I mean, even if you're not masturbating too much and you just tired it out, sometimes you just, it just doesn't happen yeah. and that's perfectly fine. Yeah. Well, like, especially when you're like making out with a girl for the first time and you have a lot of anxiety in general, like, it, yeah. like even if he oh, hadn't yeah. been jerking off 12 times a day for the last month or something. like 12, that's a low ball. <laughs> <laughs> I think we should preface um, as well that like, from our understanding, Ola is pretty um, naive in this regard yeah. as well. Like, she yeah. hasn't had much sexual practice. I yeah. think we're just getting more at the fact that we wish she had, like, better education around. Yeah. Education. Like, I think we all agree that this was probably a pretty um, realistic representation of how this moment could have gone down. We yeah. just we just wish. We would like to rewrite it so that Ola doesn't use the phrase, why isn't it working? <laughs> yeah, and, and kind of, you know, shame Otis a little bit. Yeah. And then- I mean, yeah. Yeah, and then, but then, I guess the thing we I would also rewrite is his reaction to that is to like flee. Yeah. He doesn't want to stay and talk to her about it and just explain. Uh, he he well, like literally he also thinks there's something's wrong with his penis. He so does, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So she's added on to that anxiety that he's already got. Um, he does his. I mean, it seems to be his move, honestly. He does kind of flee a bit from conflict. Yeah. Um, and he ends up falling down the stairs. Oh <laughs> and they discover... He could have died. Well, he could have died. He could have died. Mm-hmm. Um, but as he's falling down the stairs and Ollie comes down after him, they discover Jean and Jacob on the couch oh. also going at it. And it's That's honestly, just a whole other issue. This is just such a funny moment, especially it's when... Funny. like. Jakob stands up and then falls backwards onto the coffee table <laughs> naked and breaks it. And it's just like, ah. I just clearly has so, like, he keeps having these moments that are so twisted between, like, sexual feelings with his mother. Like, just that morning oh. he had, like, he responded the same way when he, like, came and his mum was there. And he's like, oh, fuck, like, fuck. And yeah. then here as well where he's, like, struggling to get an erection, falls down the stairs and sees his mum fucking another guy. He's like, fuck, like, why are you in my head when I'm trying to have sex with my girlfriend? Yeah. No wonder he's so, so messed up. Like, he made a lot of jokes about what's his name having an Oedipal complex last season. But, yeah. I mean, I feel like he's well on his way to having some yeah, sort of complex. It's a miracle, <laughs> he, it's a miracle yeah. if he does it. Um, yeah. Yeah. Like, did I just... We, yeah. Did, did we think the scene around the dinner table, like, when they were talking about after, was that... Did we think that was pretty good? In terms of, like, what I wish would happen in real life, and maybe this is just me, but I just think if, if there's something like this where, like, you're the parent and you're like dating your son's girlfriend's father and, and it's just come up or something I don't know like maybe you can yeah, all like <laughs> maybe you can all like go home and have like as a, yeah. a, a, like an independent conversation with your own child and like talk mm. to them in a safe space before trying to make them comfortable in this new like pseudo kind of family situation mm. yeah um yeah that like how can Otis feel comfortable speaking openly Although he d- he does kind of speak openly anyway, but he does. But he also does his thing, right? He he literally flees again. Like he he mm. he can't handle those sorts of situations. Which I mean, I guess is fair enough, right? I think sometimes <laughs> I that's I an okay response. Yeah, yeah, if you need to get out, it's like yeah, I, I probably would. I think yeah. that's okay. 
I wish, yeah, with the sex stuff, I wish Ola had just kind of continued the good conversation and just, I, I think this is so typical of like what actually happens in real life, where like teenagers don't even understand like their own sexual physiology yeah. well enough, let alone mm. like the opposite gender or like their partner's physiology. And they're both in their heads about like what the other person expects. Yeah. So like Otis thinks that she's right and she thinks that it's wrong with her and like everyone's just assuming. And it's like, if everyone just like speaks up and is like, yeah, I don't know why it's not getting hard. Like, yeah. I don't or, know. <laughs> as he does at the end of the episode, like, oh yeah, I already jerked off a couple of times today. Like that's, he doesn't even need to mention that it's a problem. He could literally yeah. just say, yeah, like, yeah, I yeah. jerked off this morning. So like, I yeah. probably, it's not going to happen. Like that's all that I he mean, needed it... to disclose. And then literally like teenage girls just have to take the guy's word as like law. Like even if he says something wrong, she'll be like, oh, okay. So now I know that when guys jerk off earlier, it's impossible for them to get hard later, which isn't necessarily true, but like, we'll just take your word for it because yeah. we don't have a penis yeah. usually and we don't know. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. It, it is a bit of a messy scene, but as you said, like it's, it is probably reflective of how it goes in real life. It's just like, we should try and be better. You know? Yeah. yeah like into, like again i think this show has done a really good job of being that model for like mm. what like consensual good interactions could look like and it's done part of that well and uh, i don't know this would have been nice to just yeah have, have, like, a, have more textbook the way that i would go about handling that is like okay it's not getting hard let's do something else then like exactly yeah. like, like there is literally yeah. so many other things you can do i know yeah. like you don't just have to stop and, yeah and it's not just about genitals like he could have gone down on her for a little while like he oh, was very 100%. much in the like uh i'm just gonna sit receiving. here and let things yeah, yeah he was receiving everything at this moment kind of like how like... Jacob was with G- oh i know gene was with Jacob. yeah mm. um, parallels yeah try other parts of the body shoulders yeah. elbows give massage um, watch pits, some tv nipples. take a break feet ears eyeballs all right all right some movie talk yeah. Yeah, you ready? Maybe yeah, this one this one's a bit of a special one for Mabel. This week's movie talk. Yeah. For the entirety of last season, we heard Otis pronounce Ola's name as Ola. Yeah. This season, he pronounced it as Ola. Did you pick up on that? I didn't. I thought Should that was we? gonna be your favorite part of the episode. Oh. But he it, right? It's not like He's he's changed his pronunciation. I don't know. I'm pretty sure sure he pronounced it right. And the research I did as well, they said he did as well. So probably go back and forth, but it's like maybe Ola. Wait, I'm now I'm asking, am I saying it wrong now? Ola. Ola. Ola, yeah. Yeah. Maybe she like finally (laughs) taught him how to say it properly. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I don't, I don't want to be rude or anything, but you've been mispronouncing my name the entire time that I've known <laughs> yeah. you and it's time for you to learn how to do it properly. <laughs> yeah. This is great. We'll have to keep an eye on this through the next episode. Yeah. But uh, the fact that it's changed then, and I can't believe I didn't know this in this mm. episode, but this, I feel like this just proves that I was right. He's been mispronouncing it this whole time. Yeah. So I kind of just want to explore a little bit, nothing too crazy, but like famous movie characters or shows that have their names mispronounced all the time. And I just like, mm. I just, it's just like a random conversation. It's nothing yeah. like too serious, but I just like, is there any that pop in your head that you like, you always hear people say that you've said wrong for a while? I or mean, like, there's the, there's the movie, uh, now, not, now I'm not going to say it right now. It's Schenectady, New York. Oh, Schenectady. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. In which I've definitely heard people called Cynic Dosh, which is pretty. Oh funny. yeah, that was big when it came out. I feel like that was part of the marketing scheme. Yeah, but also like 
English, unlike many other languages, uh, does not have like a one-to-one correspondence with letters and sounds. Uh, so mm-hmm. it's really, it makes a lot of sense when people mispronounce mm-hmm. stuff. Often it just means they've only ever seen it written down and that's fine. <laughs> yeah. And I remember no as, a, as a young kid, I hadn't really watched any of the Star Wars yet, but like, I think we're all aware of Star Wars even before we watch the movies. So like, I was very like aware of the characters, but I always pronounce Darth Vader as Dark Vader. Nice. Uh, yeah. As a young Easy child, as a five-year-old, Easy five-year-old, you could easily like. Um, yeah. Like you um, always hear people say, Hermione is Hermione. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like you got like Han Solo or I don't know Melnia, Thor's hammer. I don't know. Oh yeah. Yeah. Meow meow. Is it's Brendan Fraser, right? Not Fraser. Fraser. Brendan yeah. Fraser. Yeah. 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 Cool. yeah. There's no I, but yes, I've definitely heard Fraser. Yeah, I don't know, m- most of the characters I found usually um, they all have the one thing in common is that they're all like adapted from books. Mm. A lot of the mispronounced characters because a lot of people have like they use their own imagination because there's no like that audio cue that tells you how to pronounce a name when you read a book. You just have to use your own imagi- mm. Im- imagination. But um, on that basis, like recently, J.K. Rowling pretty much retconned the pronunciation of Voldemort's oh, yeah. name. Yeah. Oh, that was oh. okay. Well, sorry to steal your that. thunder. <laughs> well, that was our first trivia question. Oh no, I'm sorry. But, yeah. I'm sorry. That's all right. Well, <laughs> well, yeah. The first trivia question was like, according to J.K. Rowling, what is the new correct pronunciation of Voldemort, which is now Voldemort? Yeah. Yeah. Right, like yeah. more death makes sense. Can you imagine like a twelve-year-old picking that name for themselves? What a wanker! Oh my god! It <laughs> seems like a seems like a Tom Riddle thing. I mean, to do. already yeah. he it was bad because he'd called himself Lord Voldemort. So like you know, <laughs> that's bad enough. But then it's like a French word that means laughing at death. Like oh my god! <laughs> yeah, and that, I mean because he had to make it out like a, an anagram of Tom Tom Marvel or Riddle. Yeah, so, like he was already going from uh, like. A, I would love to see the like the diary in which he's like doing all these like word rearranging and like oh maybe that'll work. <laughs> oh, I'll be a lord this way. Yeah, I <laughs> and like it's that. a French joke as well. This movie talk kind of went down the well, but I'm glad. Yeah, sorry, sorry. Yeah. No, that's all right. Let's just let's get back. I to might... the, let's get back to the uh, the episode at hand. Here we go. Okay, this season we are introduced to Maeve as a working class young adult, as well as her absentee mother at the mall. The actress who plays Maeve's mother, Fiona Gallagher, plays a working class young adult with an absentee mother in which acclaimed popular TV show? In a What's, show. In a show. Is, is the actress's name Fiona Gallagher? Or yes, the ca- yeah, yeah. Right, the actress's okay. name. Because yeah. there's also a show in which there's a character who's working class whose name is Fiona Gallagher. So I was oh, really? a little confused. Oh. Yeah. Wait, so do you have like an idea who this is, Matt? Like, no, I... no, no, I don't. Uh, I'm just gonna. You said it. You said an acclaimed show. Well, just a popular show. A popular God, show. I don't even know if I'm gonna know this show. I'm Maybe... just gonna take a really bad. Is there, guess. Can, can we get like? Is there like a time period of like like how old is the show? <laughs> is that too um, much? Of... Within the no, last... I like that idea. Within the last 20 years. Within the last, last 20 years. Okay. years. okay. Okay. God, that's really new. Do you realize that the last 20 years is all in the 2000s? Isn't that yeah. crazy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so it's, it's just me being an old show. person now. <laughs> uh, I think I've done my research is wrong. I think Matt knows what the answer is. I was just thinking, off. I was like, yeah, yeah. I like, I have to, I think it Oh is. my God, I was feeling like the character's name. Yeah. 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 I, st- 
I'm sorry, I don't even know what the show is. Okay, let me just think of any show. I should okay. think of a show that, like that I haven't seen because that's probably what it's gonna be. Um, I'm actually just... struggling to remember the name of the show, but I do know the show. There's an okay. American version and a US version. I have to put down something really random. This whole this whole uh, section has gone to mess, but that's all right. That's what yeah, we're all that's about. Fine. That's what I'm about. Bit of chaos. Okay, I've written down something. Oh, I have no God. idea. I, I literally, uh, what is the name of the show? I, I love the show. If I somehow get this and you don't, I'll be That will super. be so funny. <laughs> uh, it's going to answer that. Oh, I'm ready. I don't know what it's called. <laughs> I'll give you 10 seconds. 10. I forgot. Yeah, I, I don't know. Oh, right. uh, maybe we'll show us what you got then. Skins, no. Skins. It was shameless. It is oh, shameless. Shameless. God I've seen shameless. Wait, is that wait? Wait. Yeah, sorry, I did my my research. Have I seen off. shameless? Is she wait? Is she in that? She's the main character. She's in the British I, version, not the American uh, version. Okay, okay. I think I've always seen. Yeah, the it's Emmy. It's Emmy Russell in the American version. Oh, the, okay, 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 yeah. okay. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Great show, though. Yeah. Can recommend. Okay, I should watch this. All right. As per usual with sex education. So we're, soundtrack... we're, hold on, we're zero for zero. At the <laughs> yeah, zero yeah. for zero, yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, as per usual, sex education has an amazing soundtrack and a lot of time they have renditions and covers of popular songs. As we said before, we heard the brass cover of, was it I Touch Myself? Yeah. We should, okay, yep. But we, which started off the episode with a bang, as we've already talked about. Uh-huh. We also heard the school acapella group asking for treble perform what song and a bonus point if you can name the uh, artist i think i know the song I, I think i know the song but it's one of those ones where like i don't remember the name of like what the actual name of the song is yeah um oh well then i think i don't know the song and should i <laughs> i mean i have an i i have an idea for the artist but i have a feeling mm. that it is like very wrong and it's gonna well, be embarrassing. I, I looked at um, their YouTube uh, YouTube channel because I was I just wanted to make sure I actually did proper research on this one. I like, definitely don't know this song. Um, they had less than five hundred thousand uh, subscribers on YouTube. Okay, the, the so song it's itself not, has like it, fifty three million views. So. Right. Okay. God, I think I'm totally off. I don't know what this song. I is. also feel like Eric says the name of the artist at a certain point because he's like there butchering artist name or something but i like when you're ready matt we'll hear it from you first uh is it the like take our clothes off thing Ooh. song i don't know what the name of the song is but that's a lyric in it mm. or take your clothes off something like mabel that. i've got sexual healing which isn't even my no. mom gay <laughs> no no it was um we didn't have to take our clothes off by ella irie yeah, no, yeah. no, clue. yeah, no, I wouldn't have guessed it either. So. Yeah. I mean, Who's I such close. a healing by that's Marvin Gaye. Oh, yeah, you were right. Oh, okay, I was right. Okay, yeah, cool. Yeah. I was like, just just the song wasn't right. yeah, right. I mean, they did, I, like, I just went with it because they did play sexual healing as part of that montage after I touched myself, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, so considering no one scored any points, we've got, <laughs> we've got one more, and the, we've had a couple of flop questions as well. We've got one more, but sudden death. I'm, yes. no, I'm gonna add, so we've got, we're gonna have two more questions. I'll add one more, which is like, we're gonna, it's gonna be, that's right, we'll get there. Sorry. Okay. I'm, yeah. I'm rambling now. Okay. This episode, Maeve gets straight back into the swing of things, becoming her usual self. We see her pretty much blackmail Principal Groff. 
But we also see her quit from her job at the local mall. What food was mainly sold at the stall? And what was the name of the stall for bonus points? I feel like Mabel's going to get angry at me because I don't know how to spell the word. <laughs> I'm going to say, why? Isn't pretzel a German word? I mean... Oh, yeah. shit, I just said the answer. Sorry. <laughs> I think Mabel, Mabel, Mabel kind of talked about it earlier, but that's it. Yeah, I think I said, I think I said what I thought it was called, but mm. I don't know if it's actually called that. Yeah. Okay. Well, okay so it. I think we both know it was pretzels. Yep. You both get a point for pretzel. From the pretzel shack. I said pretzel oh, parlor. You said Matt, pretzel with an L E. Matt gets the point, even though his spelling is not correct. But that's okay. <laughs> it was pretzel parlor. Yeah. I mean, I should have gone with some alliteration. Come on, Mabel. I know. Who even am I? (laughs) (laughs) All right, bonus question. Mm. We haven't talked about our fashion, uh, what we liked Mm. about fashion this week. Now, a character, a new character this episode, I really liked what they wore throughout the whole episode. So you need to guess. It's not a main character. It's someone new who I just really liked what they wore. Mm. So who did I like? (laughs) Whose clothing did I like this episode for a bonus point? Uh, let's let's see it, Matt. Raheem with his mm. sheepskin leather jacket. Mm, Mabel. I went with the same one, but I just didn't know his name. <laughs> but I think we're both wrong. You are. I don't know why. I just really like what Fiona was wearing the whole episode. Huh? Yeah. I don't even remember what Fiona was wearing. Yeah. yeah. Cool. That felt like, this feels like a what a what have I got in my pocket riddle in the Hobbit like yeah that's not the rules of the game yeah I kind of just threw an extra one in there so it's been a bit of a mess but that's alright yeah all right. okay well then it's a draw nil nil so I'm still reigning champion uh, <laughs> excuse me it is two one and <laughs> I have it. two points thank yeah. you very much two one and then the total scores are oh my four, god I totally forgot about that <laughs> four, four four all total so four all okay yeah. that's funny how my brain so naturally just like represses moments <laughs> where I've lost I literally blacked that out from my memory immediately <laughs> I never lose. I always win. <laughs> All right. Damn. I can't believe I lost the pretzel parlor. Oh. Yeah. That's been a bit of a chaotic episode. That was a bit of a chaotic yeah. episode. Okay. But, you know, yeah. we're still we're still learning the new format. We'll get better at it. I'll I'll yeah. avoid jumping the gun next time. Thanks for listening to this yeah. slightly chaotic yeah. episode of Sex Ed and Chill. I hope you found it informative and interesting. <laughs> Let us know if there was something in the episode that you wish we'd talked about. Um, something you love, something you hated. Uh, give us a like and a subscribe wherever you're listening or watching. Uh, if you have only been listening uh, and you're not aware, we do also post a video version on YouTube if you want to see our beautiful faces. Mm-hmm. Um, but also, if you don't want to see them, keep listening on audio. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so next episode, we'll be watching, uh, we'll talk about season two, episode two, Sex Education. Yeah. So watch it ahead of time so you're ready. And I'll and see you join then. us on our chaotic trivia next time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> see if you can beat either yeah. me or Matt. <laughs> yeah. Let us know if you guessed who my favorite dress was. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Cool. Yeah. Alrighty. Thanks for listening. Thanks, see you Thanks. next time. Bye. Bye. Oh, yeah. Oh.